Ready to maximize your travel and casino experience from both sides of the pond? From airline miles, hotel points, and loyalty programs to living in the lap of luxury in a Las Vegas casino, you'll find all of the knowledge you need to travel in style. Welcome to ZorkCast, powered by Travel Zork, helping you travel smarter, gamble smarter, and maximize your adventures. Now, please welcome the hosts of ZorkCast, Michael Mason Traeger, and everyone's favorite Brit, Steve White. Hello, and welcome back to ZorkCast. Today, you just have the loveliness of myself and Steve. So, Steve, how it's are you just, doing on this boring it, Monday morning, yeah, or Monday a, afternoon? It's such a normal, regular day. You know, well, actually, that's the funny thing, because it did start as a normal, normal, regular day, didn't it? And we kind of didn't expect what happened next. Do you want to tell people what happened next? I'm sure they know unless they've been living under a rock. But Well, I think it would be I think it would be more poetic if, if you did it. So we found out today that the border is finally opening. The U.S. border is finally opening to us Europeans and Brits who have been stuck out of the states for what is going on a year and a half now so it's yeah you have no words you just have no words this is the thing i probably don't sound that excited but it's because i am still in a state i think of shock after waiting so long you kind of don't think it's going to ever happen even though you know eventually it will happen and then you're not prepared for that moment and like we we said all along and i think we've probably said it on the podcast but maybe we didn't but we've certainly said it in private we've always said this is just going to happen out of nowhere and there's obviously a lot of people out there who are like, oh, no, it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen until 2022. They'll give us lots of notice. But we always said it will just happen. Like one random day, it will happen. And apparently that's what happened. Over the weekend, the U.S. had a change of heart. So I think there's been – we don't do politics on this show, but I think there's obviously been some pressure put on them, particularly from the European side. And here we are. I guess this was the concession they were willing to make. Hold that thought for one second. Just, just keep holding it, holding the thought. I'm holding that thought. <laughs> okay. <laughs> For some reason, so, I'm not moving either. I'm just standing here like a statue or sitting here uh, like a statue. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and you look lovely today. Um, oh, thank so you. So I, I just wanted to really thank everybody for tuning in again. This is season six, and this is our second episode of th- this mm. season. And we're really happy to be back. The timing couldn't be any better. So super excited about that today. So today we are going to mostly talk about, you know, the news and the British are coming back Back. to Vegas. (laughs) (laughs) We're we're also going to – today's casino history really isn't going to be a casino history moment, but more so of a casino reflection moment and a reflection on, you know, how much Vegas is always changing – And then the final bits today, Steve is going to give us his opinion, which I'm actually not sure I really agree with, of why why you should not visit chains in Las Vegas. So once again, thank you, everyone. You know, and what's also stuck in my mind this entire week, I keep trying to figure out how to pronounce grandissimo. <laughs> well, I think you did some, a pretty good job just now. Yes, that's. Uh, I don't know why that was bothering me. So, You've been practicing uh, that all week, haven't you? Yes, I have been. That was been. That's been my absolute. <laughs> that's been my absolute homework. 
So one of the things that got me, which is such a relational thing to gambling, is you were saying that you were like in shock when yeah. this announcement came this morning. And I'd like to pivot a moment. That's sort of like the shock when something happens and you're gambling that you absolutely are not prepared for. And you just a massive hamper out of nowhere. <clears throat> Exactly. So, and it's, and sometimes I think you think that you're going to be so animated and, you know, so lively (laughs) when that happens. But usually it's more like that kind of like look of bewilderment, right? And I think, I think that's when. Particularly the first time. Yes. And we talked about that a little bit on the last episode when you hit this massive by UK standards jackpot, which was on a, what was the bet? What was the bet on that slot? Machine? It was a, um, it was a two pounds bet, but you could bet between 50, I think 50 P 50 pence and five pounds, but it was a two pound bet and it was on cash connection, which is basically a rip off of lightning link. You know, you have to drop the bulls and you have to get all 15. And if you hit all 15, you get the grand as well as the value of the bulls. Two pounds right now is just a little bit over $2.75. And the grand and the value of all those balls was how many pounds was that jackpot? It was around 7600 I think, with the value of all the balls. That would be $10,380 by today's exchange rate. So really, it's like a $2.75 bet which which hit a 10 you know an over $10,000 jackpot which yeah. is and that's quite rare epic. even that's rare even in Vegas but i think that's very interesting you know one of the things that i've a total pivot i didn't even tell you i was going to go off on this but i thought about it when you were saying how you were paused so much you know even though you're so excited i've had a few gambling moments where you know, you think about them afterwards, but when you're in the heat of it, you know, yeah. and you didn't realize it was happening. We had one dice roll where we opened up a table at Golden Nugget and it was Joe from Everything Atlantic City. And he was stick left and I was next to him. And we opened up that table. Nobody was there. And he went to roll for, I always screw this up because I joke about it so much. I don't know if it was 52 minutes or 58 minutes, but it was just a magnificent Role, I think, and of course, the total the table was totally full at the end, and I think my profit from that fifty some odd minute session was over eleven thousand dollars. So it was an amazing (laughs) dice. It was an amazing dice session. But you're always thinking afterwards, like, should I have pressed these bets more, or what should I have done? And there were. It's just. It's always so interesting to me because it's like you're in suspense when you hit those moments and you're not sure like how you what you should do i think this is a big table player thing like yeah i was gonna say maybe it's different with a slot but the, i guess the thing that i was thinking is because i was with matt bridger um, at the time and if he hadn't been with me i would have probably just been sat there in disbelief because he he was there talking to me whilst this was going on i was i remember him saying to me you're shaking because i was literally shaking because i couldn't believe it happened but I had been saying to him all day, oh, no, we don't want to go to Empire. We want to stay at Hippodrome. Hippodrome is better. And he was like, no, 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 let's go to Empire. I'm bored of Hippodrome and that. And and it was when we got to Empire, it was the first machine that I played. So fate is a funny thing. Because if I hadn't gone that day and that time, if I hadn't listened to him, he is partly responsible for that big win. Yeah, it's really cool. And, of course, we all know this is all by random number generators. Yes, of course. But, you know, <laughs> so you, just... <clears throat> but it's nice to, like, think it isn't. 
even though it is. Well, it's like, you know what? Nice live the fantasy. <laughs> yes, yes. Well, and it's always funny when you see that because you'll see people who will question. This happens a lot with video poker. Like you hit a royal flush for, you know, 25 cent single line machine and it's a thousand dollar royal. And people are like, wow, but if you were betting, you know, a yeah. dollar, it would have been a four thousand dollar royal. It it's like, it's like. Dollar. Those yeah. decisions that are being made when you're about to press that button, there are millions and millions of these random number calculations. Yeah. And at the exact moment you press that button. So if you had like changed denomination and then came back and pressed the button, it's yeah. not going to be, it's not like, no. it's not like there's the going to be a Royal in yeah. 10 spins from now. So it's so, it's so funny when people say that because my wife this summer wasn't no it was before summer so it was it was in in april uh while we were while we were right before going leaving palm springs she was playing we were playing video poker and we actually it was our final trip to the casino using up our free play that we had earned and and she had a delt royal and i was just, yeah. and which is wow. like absolutely insane and for yeah. people i mean so literally you don't hold any cards you just like press the button and it's like Royal flood, <laughs> which the chances of that happening are—I mean, a royal. Oh, this was crazy. like this was like uh, this was a bonus poker. I think it was. I don't think it was as good as eight five. It was like seven five no. bonus poker, but something like you get a royal like every forty thousand hands. Yeah, I think a bell royal is like every four hundred thousand. I've hit a few royals, but I've never, ever, ever, ever had a dealt royal. I think the most I've had is three cards. And and yeah, I've never had it dealt. Yeah, so that's uh, that's sort of cool. But I think it is this pause of of waiting. I mean, you and I gave up predicting when the borders were going to open. Yeah. I think some at some point like in January. When, <laughs> yeah, you remember we had our bet. That yeah, was like, when was that? This that was like last year, right? That was like this time last year. I think. Yeah, because I was at Encore at the yeah. end of January, and we said it was going to be by the end of the yeah. month. And it was crazy. I must have, and oh yeah, because it was right before Trump was like going to lift the ban, and then they they Biden basically put it back in place, right? Yeah, exactly. And then we were arguing. Well, maybe the ban was yeah list lifted for a moment, but exactly uh, that yeah, was that, that was great because you gambled the winnings and you won some more money for me. That was the now, closest I've come to a, to a uh, American casino <laughs> in the last right. eighteen months. <clears throat> and then we we had like just to step through the year because we yeah. because we when we finished uh, season five in May, things were still really up on the in the air. You had planned to come to Vegas over the July. summer, and this was yeah. this was going to be perfect because I wasn't going to Vegas in the summer. You were going to be there for the opening Resorts of Resorts World. World. Yeah, and we had yeah, this yeah. all planned big out. Plan. Yeah. <laughs> big plan. And that <laughs> Delta came along. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's right. And so it it was such an interesting, you know, and, and we stopped we kept the the negativity of people being so I mean, and I get it. Like you get negative, especially when you're from the UK and you've rescheduled your your parking and your trip multiple times. Yeah. You know, I've had like eight or nine cancelled trips, but I stayed positive. I took your advice. I went through a negative period right at the beginning, but I took Michael's advice and started to think positive. And I try to do that on Twitter a lot and saying to people, just think positive. You can't change it. You're just gonna have to roll with it. And I think that has rubbed off on people, helped people. So one of the things we were going to discuss on this episode was your trip 
that you had planned to Caesar's Windsor. Yes. Because you have you have limited vacation periods that you can yeah. plan. And one of your yearly vacation periods that you plan to come to Vegas usually is yeah. or well, the United States. Three or, three or four times a year. Right. And I haven't been able to do that. So I was desperate. So October, October is one of those time periods. And since you, yeah. as soon as the announcement was made that you could now travel to Canada, you decided that, hey, I really want to go to Vegas, but this Vegas thing ain't working out. Hopefully it's going to work out for Zorkfest at the end of December. And you went about and planned a trip to Windsor. So why don't you tell us a little bit about what you were thinking with the trip to Windsor? And then we could sort of touch on where your plans are going now. In all honesty, my mentality was I'm fed up of waiting. As you know, and people who listen to this know, I love travel and love long-haul travel. I hadn't traveled long-haul since February 2020, and that was my last Vegas trip. So I decided, you know what, I've got to scratch the itch. So I decided I'm going to do do Canada, do do Windsor. The exchange rate is much more favorable with the Canadian dollar. And I just thought, well, you know what, heck to it. We we all talk about, and I know what you're going to say to me, because you're going to say, it's not the smart choice in terms of your comps. It's not the smart yeah. I know, I know, but I got to the point where I just wanted to have fun. And I was like, you know what, I'm just going to do it. So what if it's not going to help me? Because I, I had a very, well, messy is the wrong word. I had I divorced Caesars a long time ago in Vegas. <laughs> well, but, um, but also pragmatically, they have the slot machines that you want yeah, to play. Exactly. And that's, 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 that's one. That's the main reason. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, and and I like the country. I'll be honest with you. I, I love long-haul travel and I, I really enjoy Canada too. So... However, I'll get there someday. All of that has now changed (laughs) because that trip has now been quashed, deleted from history. It's no longer happening. So sorry, everyone who was hoping for a trip report, probably (laughs) probably some one person. (laughs) So it's not happening because obviously the situation has now changed and I'm figuring, well, I can wait a couple more months until Zorkfest, which will be my first trip back to our favorite place, which is kind of poetic, really. Because me and you will be there at the same time. And we've we've never actually been to Vegas at the same time. This is true. Yeah. I mean I mean the other reason is that the you know, the Canadian whatever province that is, that the, the tourism authority decided that they didn't want to sponsor us for half a million yeah, dollars for you to do your Windsor trip. So I mean, that was so so it's always available. If anybody in power is listening, yeah. we are happy to have yeah. you know Steve Which you, we're, doing, we're doing it for a quarter of a million, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, oh my goodness. See, see, you know, I always get nervous when we joke around with things like that because someone's <laughs> liable to take us seriously. And uh, because you're hey. definitely I mean, I used to be called pompous and arrogant, but I, I honestly think that you were more true to form with regard to the pompous and arrogant. <laughs> I don't know why you think that. What is your evidence for this? <laughs> that could be that could be that could definitely my, my multiple stays of the comrade <laughs> that's <laughs> I'm like i'm yes. not flying in economy what is this <laughs> that's right yes that's let's let's weigh your first trip back to vegas so yeah. your first trip back to vegas is going to be flying british airways first class to mm-hmm. San Francisco and my trip to it and my return to Atlantic City, which I haven't been to in 2019, is going to be on a Sun Country Airlines charter on a 737 800. 
with about 19 inches of pitch. So let's let's sort of weigh this here a little yeah, bit. Yeah, but my flight is like an 11-hour flight. What's yours, like a couple of hours? No, I, th- I think it's uh, it's 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 only an it's only an hour and a half. But getting back to the meat of this this thought, yeah, of of why you changed your Windsor trip, your thought process for going to Windsor was spot on. Basically, they're not allowing me into the United States, yeah. So I need I need to I need to do it. Yeah, scratch the right. Yeah, exactly. So that was a scratch the itch. You obviously can get comped there. You have offers, you know, everything is fine there. But now in reflection, of course, if your vacation days weren't limited and you were able to shift your October vacation to November, I have a strong feeling you might have done an extra trip to Vegas in November. I would have been there opening day if I had been able to. Right. But since you can't do, since you can't shift your dates, you were starting to, and I think this is a really important concept. You were starting to think strategically about your bankroll. And if you really wanted to go risk this bankroll playing at a property that you might not be going back to in a group that you're not that interested in getting offers from. So yeah. it's sort of interesting, you know, so you you sort of reflected on that. And yeah, it's painful a little bit that you don't get to do that trip. But obviously, there's a certain amount of cost involved in that trip. And, yes. and you would rather save that bankroll for Vegas. I do think, and this is another side conversation, I do think it would be nice for you to have an East Coast property that in addition to Vegas, that would be efficient for you to get to for a quick two or three day trip if you wanted to. But I don't yeah. think when I don't think Caesars Windsor would necessarily. No, be and the that. only reason that I picked that is because I could get there. Otherwise, that wouldn't have been where I would have chosen. And we've had conversations, and I think the obvious choice is probably Encore uh, in Boston, simply for ease of access. It's so easy to get to from the airport. It's what ten minutes from the airport, if that. Yeah, it's exactly. it's brilliant. I, and this and is it's something a lovely property. Right. And this is a, a huge consideration for, you know, casino trips for people. And this is why, you know, if you're not on a casino on a driving trip but a flying trip, why Vegas is is somewhat convenient because you can fly you can fly in easily and you're so close. I mean, even though I don't love Las Vegas Airport, it's so darn close to the strip. It's really convenient, yeah. which is similar to like Encore Boston Harbor. Boston Logan Airport is so close to where EBH is in Everett that it's just it's just a really convenient a convenient place to fly in. In comparison to a good a good example would be like Atlantic City. In order to fly in to Atlantic City, most flights go into Philadelphia, and Philadelphia is at least an hour from Atlantic City. Yeah. So you need a Not lot of easy. Exactly. international visitors. I mean, I, I look, I made the right choice. I'm definitely happy with my choice. I'm waiting out a few more months. I'm excited. It's going to be a big party. It's my birthday. It's going to be Zorkfest. We've got loads of great people there. And this isn't me just trying to promote the event it's just going to be an awesome trip i'm staying at the plaza i'm in a penthouse 
it's going to just be such a good trip and it's going to be i you know what i think it's going to be kind of emotional i think it's going to be emotional getting off that plane and you know walking out into into mccarran is it still mccarran i think it is still yeah they haven't quite changed the name yet have they no um, it's every time i say it's not mccarran somebody yeah. corrects me so i don't even say it any i think i think they're close to changing yeah. it but they're they're not they're not sure what they're doing it, it's one of those like ridiculous like it, it things sound, maybe i don't know maybe it sounds silly to say sort of you you can get emotional and attached to a place but when you've been going to a place every year for years multiple times a year and then suddenly you can't go for 18 months it's an odd thing we don't really it, it, we sort of take it for granted you don't experience that in this world now and and we have and we've gone through that over the lot and i was lucky i was there in february 2020 right at the end of the pandemic uh, right at the end of the pandemic the start of the pandemic before it all kicked off and um, the people who i know who haven't traveled to vegas for going on three years because of all of this so it's going to be one big party with lots of Krug paid for by Travis Orc. Yeah, no. Or, or Michelle <laughs> turning left for last. If we say it enough times that it's Michelle, then we'll do. We have that going on on Twitter, this uh, funny exchange about the Krug. <laughs> but, you know, maybe one of the things COVID has done is given us that pause to take the time to smell the roses. That's a little yeah, cliche. Exactly. It's a little cliche, but not taking th- things for granted. Exactly. And also we're so used to this like instant gratification kind of world. And you can't, I mean, we've, we've had this experience and I think this experience does change the way you set your priorities. And obviously your gambling city priority is Las Vegas for a lot, a lot of logical, a lot of logical reasons. So I think that, I think that makes a lot of sense. And also, you know, I think it's really important, you know, obviously when we talk about you conserving your bankroll for Vegas, we're talking about money management and let us not ever confuse the concepts of money management Mm -hmm. with things like odds and luck and skill and things like that. I think money management is a very important concept, but you know, money management still doesn't change the odds. You play, you love to play slot machines. You know, the the house edge on slot machines is pretty huge. <laughs> mm-hmm. So you're never going to change the house edge on slot machines with money management. You know what I mean? Like you could take your bankroll and put it in a hundred envelopes and yeah. use those envelopes or do, you could do whatever method you want, which is all great. You know, I think, and when I say money management, I think things about like, what's your bankroll? How much are you gambling per day? It could yeah, be concessions. It's, it's stopping yourself blowing it all in one day. It's like these people that have those, which I can never do, by the way. They have those like money safe things where if they win a big amount, they put it in the money safe. I'd end up smashing that thing to get the cash out <laughs> before <laughs> the end of my trip. Before the end of my trip, definitely. And, and I'm not a guy that does the daily bankroll because it just doesn't work that way. You could one day you could have your $500 and you could go back to the room with 600 and then the next day you could lose the 600 in 
in a, the space of 10 minutes in the morning. Being a soccer player, for me, that doesn't work. So I No, 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 of course. And, and, yeah. and the thing about that is, I mean, to me, one of the most important concepts, which I would think falls under money management, is, is sizing your wagers based mm. on what your bankroll is, maybe yeah. entire bankroll or session bankroll. So, for so many example, people bet too big, <clears throat> particularly on slots. Yeah. Yes, it's so exciting. It's so mm. exciting to see high denomination slots. But when you're doing $20 a poll or $50 a poll, you know, you really have to have a huge bankroll because there's that whole risk of ruin calculation yeah. in there, you know, and it's, hey, luck is wonderful. It's a yeah. wonderful thing. But unfortunately, and we've been around long enough to see this, the luck is never going to last no. forever. So you don't want to disappoint that, yourself. <laughs> and that even goes for video poker. If you even if you find the perfect pay table and it's like 99.4% or whatever, or even over 100%, you never quite know what's going to happen. You could go on a bad run and lose it all. It doesn't work how people might think it works. Like, oh, well, I can probably play higher on my $1,000 because I'm I'm going to eventually win. But yeah, but you may run out of your $1,000 before you win that big, big jackpot. Because that takes into account the Royals and the jackpot. I was about to say, that's yeah. a big thing people forget. Yeah. When, they, when they say it's yeah. a 99% game, that's a 99% game based on hitting the Royal. If you remove the Royal from yeah, you know exactly. from that equation so that's really important for people for people to think about with regard to gambling because so many people you know just get lulled into this like little combination of of luck or mm-hmm. you know or or taking a ch- i mean there is your gambling strategy should not be taking a shot because mm-hmm. a lot of times also another really important concept to remember is in most cases, for average, not so large players, the losses don't have a huge impact, but you need to get your coin in. You need to get your time yeah. at the table. Well, <laughs> you know, and if you don't, and if you if you take too many of these shots at high denomination, you risk you not yeah. getting your coin in, not getting your tier points, not getting your action, and your loss isn't significant enough you know, where a host is going to matter. To give you an example, if your bankroll is $1,500 on the weekend and you play at the right kind of denomination, maybe like 88 cents a spin, a dollar a spin, you'll probably probably generate a decent amount of coin in. Yeah. Right. And a decent amount of, a decent amount of Theo. If you pop up to high denomination, you could literally lose your entire bankroll in 15 minutes yeah without with any $1,500 worth of coin in yeah. right and a host a casino host is not going to be impressed by that but i lost 1500 they're not going to be mm. yes there is a side of it if you come with fifty thousand dollars yes and you lose that fifteen fifty thousand dollars in a half hour they'll let you go <laughs> I mean, that's yeah. they'll let it they'll let it go with the lower coin in like they're cool with that. Yeah, but obviously. it's <laughs> but, <laughs> so it, it's important. It's really important. It's also really important for your marketing well, offers and your future offers. And that and to parse that for table players, that's you know getting enough hands in and average bet and time at the tables. This is a really interesting thing and something I kind of I don't know. I'm kind of split on and I need maybe to think about, but I'm gonna lose almost certainly i think my m life status because 
my next trip's December, and I'm going to be playing downtown. I'm not going to be going to the strip because I'm not going to be putting my money there because I want to give Plaza my play. I don't know how I feel. Well, wait, wait, this. hasn't 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 <laughs> wait hasn't M Life rejiggered? They re- isn't it a January year? No, no, they haven't extended status, no. but I think it is. I think it, you're right. I think it's the end of January. Well, I think, but here's the thing: you can you can actually match to yes. M Life yeah. M Life to Hyatt. That's going to get you explorers, and then you can match back. So yeah. that's not going to be really. It's not I'm going to sure be really. My, that. I'm sure my host would have taken care of that if I needed them to. They've they've extended my express comps enough times. But honestly, what's going to be pretty, you know, what's going to be pretty strategic for you is we've got the Zorkfest trip. Yes, which I'm very. You've got for. you've got Plaza, which is probably less stressful with regard to your play requirements oh, than hundred percent, hundred percent less stressful. Right. So what's going to be really cool there is that now you're saving your M life for next year. And let's be completely honest here. Well, yeah. Even if you lost your status, it doesn't matter because, which is somewhat a vanity. It's somewhat a vanity issue. Your host is still going to code you for the VIP lounge. Exactly. Your host is still going to give you everything. And then you're going to, you're going to be fine. But I, but I get the vanity because we were before the big news today, like the really big news of the borders opening, the big news that dropped yeah. at, around, <laughs> at around midnight, I guess, what time? UK it was like time. Mi- it was like UK time. UK so time. <laughs> you could say what it is. This was this was the quote big news, which probably like about... Well, it's big news for most British travelers, frequent flyers, because basically BA extended status for those that had, well, it's about 25% of members, right? It's people that have a year end between January and April, March, March, I think. I'm yes. one of them because my year end is March. This is a topic I'd love to I'd love to do a episode talking about extension of status and tier we matching. Probably get, probably get Michelle on for that. Yeah, because you know, I personally think that in most cases status matches are sort of stupid. But that's that's just my opinion. And boy, we're we're rolling That's we're, another episode. We are rolling we are rolling through this episode. I'm just going to take a moment or two to remind you that we would love to hear from our listeners. We have an email. Uh, this is all in the show notes by the way. tips at travelzork.com. If you have specific questions, we would love to hear them. We also there are a couple of different ways you can support the show. You can go to zorkoffer.com and those are some of our favorite United States credit cards that we have with sign-up bonuses, and that helps us. It doesn't cost you anything, and we get a commission for that. In addition, if you are a UK person and you wanted to get a UK card, and probably some of the best UK cards are UK American Express cards, you could always yeah. contact Steve for a referral link, and that helps him because you'll get yeah. bonus points, and he will get bonus points Also, don't forget to sign up for our weekly newsletter. And we have this great conference called Zorkfest in December. I'm so excited. Yes. And that conference includes an amazing birthday celebration dinner, which is our VIP dinner in which everybody is a VIP at Zorkfest. And it's at Oscars 
in a private room in which is one of the greatest steakhouses in Vegas. And yeah. as I've and as I've probably mentioned before, we've got slop poles, we've got lots of group With gambling. Of all people. This is right. so good because we like you have to understand everyone. We we planned this. Well Michael does take most of the credit. I I chipped in with some ideas, but this was all planned without the knowledge that Vegas would even be open. And we've got Matt Bridger there. We've got um, other UK uh, bloggers there, like Michelle from 10 Left for Less. We planned my damn birthday at this amazing steakhouse, and maybe I would never even have been able to go, and now I can. So it's a re- it'll be a really awesome, awesome conference. Yeah, no, it's it's great. And you should definitely check it out. You can find it at zorkfest.com. You can find more information in the show we, we, we should probably tell people the dates, right? Because I don't think we actually mentioned the, the dates of it. <laughs> it's, the, it, it's the 17th and 18th. So it's basically Friday evening and all day Saturday. So what's really nice is you get your Sunday free. And Saturday, if you want your Saturday night free, that's fine. But otherwise, we're going to be having cocktail parties and all kinds of interesting stuff. And it basically, this conference will inspire you and help you learn more about travel loyalty, casino loyalty, all kinds of things. But yeah. we'll we'll go into that further on an episode. But we don't want we don't want to necessarily spend every episode speaking about no. Fest. So check it out and send us questions. Join the Facebook group. We're happy to answer any of those questions. So just to round out this episode, I wasn't going to do a history segment, but I was going to say, you know, since we've been a little sappy and sentimental on this episode, you know, about <laughs> like Vegas reopening, you know, this whole concept that Vegas is always changing. And mm. I do find it's hard because when you think you go back to places, like I'll give you an example. I love going to Cairo and in the 1980s, I was at the Ober- the, the Mina House Oberoi Hotel, which is now a Marriott Hotel at the Pyramids. And it's amazing to think this hotel has been there forever. And you think you could go back, you know, 20 years, 30 years later, and it's there. But Vegas isn't exactly like that. So you could become very attached to something in Las Vegas. And that you know, it might change. It might not be there in 30 years from now or 40 years from now, or it might totally be different. So I think that's sort yeah. of sort of neat, so, you know. So much stuff has gone as well. You think, you say, Stardust and so many awesome places, too many to list. Yeah, and, and what's interesting is, I guess there was that big phase of a bunch of these old properties going, you know, Sands, Desert yeah. Inn, Stardust, getting demolished. New Frontier, yeah, getting demolished. So we've got to think maybe what's going to happen in, in 20 or 30 years from now. Yeah. But I guess that's sort of the, the beauty of, of Vegas, right? Vegas is always reinventing and always changing. And I guess there's always something new to see. <laughs> particularly when you haven't been in nearly two years. (laughs) Right. But I guess you also can't get too caught up on something always being the same because Vegas is one of those cities that it's just not that way. But It's not really the place to be sentimental in some ways, is it? But it's funny because we are sentimental about it. Yeah. And I think that's interesting. I would love to hear other people's opinions on that because Mm. I know, I mean, I – there's usually once a week where I think about something old in Vegas or something older or, you know, stardust and all of that. So it's, it's sort of neat. Well, and the thing is you've become older too, Michael. You're, you're like <laughs> eligible for senior discount now, right? <laughs> you I get would your say 99 cent shrimp cocktail. 
I would say I am an active ace. <laughs> so the final, your final word for today, Steve, is you said yeah. you shouldn't visit chains in Vegas, and I'm assuming you're meaning chain restaurants. Where where are you yeah. going with that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I am because I just I see so many people who are going out and still dining at I say McDonald's in Vegas, and I just think. There are so many really, really good options out there. Expand your palate. Go elsewhere. Try different things. And and it doesn't have to be expensive either. There's some really, really good options that won't break the bank. There's some really nice... We need to do a podcast on this because there's some really nice sort of small, independently owned, nice restaurants just off of the strip. Think big. Don't just go to chains. But, you know, this is very timely because Vital Vegas just published an article the other day. Mm. And the title of the article is Glorious Olive Garden Opens on the Las Vegas Strip. <laughs> Haters Invited to Suck It. So <laughs> I haven't read this article. You know, I, I think you know what I think you see there, I'll put it into show notes, but that's immediately what I thought of when you when you pitched this. But maybe uh, but maybe it's different maybe it's different too when you're when you're I maybe I'm wrong. People people can tell me if they think I'm wrong. Um, but maybe because I travel so far, I'm like, why would I travel that way and then go to McDonald's? So maybe that has an influence. And some of it is geographic because people make a huge deal out of In and Out Burger. But if you yeah. live on if you live on the West Coast, you well, might that's true. You know, and I probably, although that is a chain, I probably would go there because we don't have that over here. So you're right, that's true. And I'm biased well, like, too because I'm main, I'm mainly comped, so I can well, I'll give you an eat example. in nice places. What do I miss the most from London? Nando's. <laughs> Everyone misses Nando's. When they yes, <laughs> yes. So so think about it. That's that's a that's chain. A chain. That's and true. if they open, if they opened a Nando's on the strip, like this is well, yeah, that, <laughs> that would be especially special for you. I don't think they have any in the U.S., right? Or do they? I think they have a few, but it's oh. interesting. So I, I guess you know, I guess the devil's advocate in me on this is that we we need to be careful when we say not to do things sometimes. Yeah, well, but that's I should... true. And I, I and I, I'm happy to sort of be the guy that goes to Walgreens and buys some like cheap drinks and things from there so and that's i guess a chain it's not a restaurant but it's a chain so yeah well i was wondering that too yeah when you were also saying that that also goes into yeah. stores and other but anyway that's that's sort of sort of interesting well what a day i mean it's it's been great thank you everyone for joining us again anything else that you would like to leave us with steve other than you're I'm going to Vegas. So excited for December. Let's just let's just soak that feeling in and I wish I could bottle it up and keep it. But I'm sure we're gonna get really excited over the episodes to come. And I've now got a real focus. You can And a strategy. In, I want to know your strategy. Yeah. And also oh, yeah. you know, just to leave you with the you know, the smell the roses thing. You started to go you know, stop and smell the roses. You started to go to uh, the UK casinos more often because you mm. had no other choice. Mm. And you even started to play a little bit of Baccarat. I'm just going to stop right there. I but did. That's, so that's, that's really I want to cool. play it with you, though. I think we have to play that in December. It's going to be absolutely epic. Well, thank you, everyone. the best. <laughs> absolutely. I really am in a good mood because I'm being nice to you. Yes, I know. It's it's such a chain. I'm going to actually save this clip of niceness. Anyway, thank you everyone for joining us. And until next time. 
You've reached the end of your stay with us on this episode, but we encourage you to visit our website for more resources at TravelZork.com and to continue the conversation on Twitter and Insta at TravelZork and on the ZorkCast Facebook group. Travel smarter, gamble smarter, and maximize your adventures right here on ZorkCast. Until next time, dream big and remember, a dollar won is twice as sweet as a dollar earned. <laughs>